information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Who's coming through the door? I think we've met somewhere before. Hello, love. Well, hello there. Hello, love. Howdy. Where in the world have you been so long? I missed you so since you've been gone. Hello, love. Slider and I are here and we're waiting for you to appear. Make yourself feel right at home. I hope you plan on staying long. Come in, love. Well, I've got my uh, morning coffee about half uh, finished love. already. I've got my uh, S. Pellegrino I'm water here. You doing Powerade, or did you give in to the temptation of the Pepsi? There's two Pepsis in the refrigerator. I brought one for you, too. Hello. I'd like to be drunk. I feel lonely in here. I'm a Pepsi, and I know somebody wants me. You brought Pepsi for me, too? Well, it's Friday, Howard. Yeah, I brought a seat each one. Yeah, you know, you can't. Uh, a little Friday uh, little Friday treat, right? That that's not. That's what I was thinking. It's not too bad. 8, 10, 10 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, <laughs> big story of the morning is that the Super 6 is going to Charleston and not to Wheeling. Again, that doesn't totally surprise me. I thought this might be the year, finally, after 30 years, that Wheeling would lose the Super 6. I did not see... Charles is being the winning bid, and we want to talk about that. Also, in the last hour, we uh, I asked the question, are the restaurants currently running and open here in the Ohio Valley? If they would close, you would really mourn. Not just go, oh, geez, now I can't get a burger. But would really mourn, would mean something to you inside. You would feel memories were gone. There was something important is missing if it closed. Bob suggested TJ's, and I would agree with that. If TJ's were to close, again, none of these are closing. I want to say that. Because in this day and age, somebody says, Hard Monroe say. No, none of these are closing. We're just saying, if they did, would you miss them? TJ's, if it was gone, would leave a giant hole. It would be like a, just picture picture the city with a huge hole right there. It just would be huge. It would be gone. And again, I think that restaurant probably more so than if I'm maybe just missing one. It just it just says Wheeling. It, it just, is. From it the, is. the mural in the front, it's, you know, a, it, it's yeah. a part of Wheeling. Uh, Melman's another one that somebody suggested. I, we've had over 25, 30 uh, suggestions here. So not just restaurants that are currently open that if they were to close, you would mourn. But when you think back in the past, what restaurants do you really miss? I don't mean just say, man, I wish I could get that sandwich again, but rather like Arby's, uh, not Arby's, pardon me, Racks. I miss Racks. I loved Racks. I thought their sandwiches were great. They had a nice salad bar, one of the first salad bars around here and so on. And and I wish we had a Racks, Okay. But I don't mourn it. I mean, it's okay. It was nice to have around. I loved it when I was here. I don't mourn it. I mean, that's the distinction I'm trying to make here. You know, what places would you mourn? Yield Alpha, Charlie's Alpha, as we call it at the end. Um, I mourned that. I, I mean, I'm, and, and hundreds and hundreds of people in the Ohio Valley mourned it. They wrote letters. They wrote pieces on social media. They wrote articles for magazines about the closing of Yield Alpha. That was an institution. That a piece of my heart was ripped out when that was closed. Now, again, what's happened is we've got a whole new crop of restaurants up. Yield Alpha is gone. The Alpha Tavern is here. It is not the same thing, but it is it is something new and different. So, what would you? What are the ones that you say that you would miss? Three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. 
Um, a couple of these take, take go way back, uh, Bob. Some you may remember. Some I think you probably remember all of them. Three Gainers in Bridgeport. I remember the name, yes. And then, didn't Charlie... Uh, it's where the yeah. pastime eventually was. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, I can't say a whole lot more except to say that, yeah, Three Gainers. Uh, I had a lot of fun at the Three Gainers over the years. It was a great place. Um, another one uh, from the past... And again, I this I, the Stone and Thomas Tea Room. Did you ever go to the Tea Room? I did, and that was one I probably wouldn't have remembered. A lot of old women down there, old, nice old ladies. Nice old ladies. Yes, yes. but yeah, it was. Uh, once I get a burger, yeah, I, they had a, they had good soup. You know, I'm a big soup fan. They had good soup. Even soup and a sandwich. Yeah. It, it, as a little kid, I remember that. Uh, Lannis Cross Delicatessen. Someone says I remember that one, and I just got another one. Gee whiz, we were talking about them. Last week, I believe, but Dorothy and Robert at the Oriental Gardens. The uh, building's gone. Everything's Peking gone. But Gardens. Peking Gardens. Yes. Uh, I was wondering. I was wondering when someone was. I was waiting to see if someone would, would, would bring that up. Again, I have an emotional attachment because I was really fond of both uh, Robert and Dorothy. So yeah, it's gone. I was telling one of my sons about uh, Peking Gardens and the times I spent there and the fog cutters. <laughs> We're going to have two. Dorothy, just give you two. That was yeah, it. You couldn't have any more. <laughs> she would say, that's it. You're done now. <laughs> no more. Uh, if you have uh, thoughts on restaurants you would miss, um, uh, text me 304-214-16. One or two more, and then I want to do uh, highlights of the week. Um, hi there, Howard and Bob. Did either of you... <laughs> um, did either of you ever visit the Holiday Inn at 214-40 near St. Clairsville? No. Oh, this is from Alan at Neffs. I think Howard has. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I certainly did. We had an account there at the radio station. Uh-oh. Which meant you didn't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Alan says, I worked there during my high school and college years. It was there around 1970. As I-70 was just opening, a few dining options. The restaurant was fairly high quality, a large Sunday buffet. I'll tell you the truth, never really ate there. Ah, hours during the daytime. <laughs> I, wasn't, I Belly, love buffets, but I was not going buffets. Um, but, oh, yes, Alan, I, I do remember that. Denny would like to chime in, Howard. Good morning, Denny. Welcome to the yeah, show. Howard, the one that I liked the best was Bellavia. Yeah. And the reason we liked the Bellavia was... We've been married now for 46 years, and for the first 35 years, we went to Bellavia every wedding anniversary, and that's the one we missed the most. I can imagine that. Yeah. What a great story, Denny. That's good. Thank you, Denny. I appreciate that. And now, okay. De- thank you. And Denny reminds me, how could I forgot this? Uh-oh. The Rose Cafe in Martin's Ferry. Oh, I was going to say, does it have a special meaning like, it does. with you and Nancy? It does. It does. Oh, it, it, no. You should have remembered that one, Howard. It is where Nancy and I first met. We met, and I have I, I gave her for one of our anniversaries a little stitched pillow I bought online or someplace that said uh, it all began at the Rose Cafe, uh, the Rose Cafe in Martin's Ferry. Um, it, it was a birthday party for a friend of mine, and Nancy was friends of a girl that was a friend of his, and we were just we were not there together. We we're just there. And I remember seeing this girl with the great big brown eyes. Well, think how important that party was, Howard, because without that party. It might never have happened. A lot, a, no, there's not a no question about it. We had, we were not. She went to Central. I was, you know, public schools. Uh, she lived in Morewood. I lived in. A, our paths would probably never have crossed if not for something like that. Um, so yeah, the Rose Cafe and another. Remember the Rose. So this Rose Cafe is really deep in my heart. 
Because you had a trade there too, didn't you, Howard? Oh, oh, yes, I did. I lived there for a while. I literally lived there for a while. We did a, it's one of the first remote broadcasts. We did, we did a show called Lunch Talk. And uh, every whatever day of the week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or one day a week, we would go, and maybe Fridays, we would broadcast from noon to one from the Rose Cafe. They had a nice little uh, buffet there. Um, and, um, and yes, I would live there. I had uh, new owners took over the radio station once upon a time. And they kept saying, hey, we need to meet with you and talk to you about, you know, your work here. And I said, okay, that's fine. Never did. Finally, I'm at the Rose Cafe one day, and they showed up at the Rose Cafe. And they said, I clearly, if we need to talk to you, we're going to have to come here where you, where you Kind of like uh, Norm's bosses. If they went to find Norm, he was at Cheers. Absolutely. So I, uh, I, 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 I don't know how I forgot the Rose Cafe because I literally have a reminder of that in my living room. It all began at the Rose Cafe. Nancy and I met together at the Rose Cafe. And as you said, Bob, we didn't have anything in common. There's no way our paths probably would ever have crossed again. So there you go. Think about that. That's that's the way fate goes. It's 818 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's take care of some business. I, God, I'm never going to get to all of these. I've got another 15 or 20 coming in. Um, but I want to do highlights of the week from the week gone by last week. We do it every Friday. And also Bill Bryson coming in. But I'll keep peppering in throughout the morning these various restaurants that you are talking about that you remember from the days gone by. Right now it's 818 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Attorney Herman Lance and the staff at Lance Law Offices would like to wish the Monarchs good luck for a safe and successful season. With hard work and dedication, all goals are achievable. Lance Law Offices are located at 518 7th Street in Moundsville, right by the courthouse. He can be reached at 304-810-4020. Best of luck to Motto Mortgage Valor is a locally owned and operated mortgage brokerage where they can shop your loan to multiple lenders with just one credit pull. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a real estate investor looking to expand your portfolio, they have you covered. Connected to a large network of lenders and a vast selection of loan products, they can match your unique needs and qualifications with the perfect loan options available. Unlike banks and retail lenders, they have access to an expansive menu of loan products and credit scenarios to help a wider range of borrowers and investors. Motto Mortgage Valor, offering you more loan products than anyone in the area. Call 304-905-8525. It's good to have options when choosing health coverage for your family, your employees, and your company. You want to plan with people you know, like the health plan, known for exceptional local customer service and are headquartered right here in West Virginia. We are families, we are businesses, and we are all moving forward together. We are here for you, The Health Plan. It's good to have Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Eight twenty, Watchdog Morning Show, the Office Lounge. I hung out there a lot. It really wasn't a restaurant. But it was, uh, it was part of what uh, many of us call the Bermuda Triangle back in the day. Ernie's Cork and Bottle, the Bar at the McClure, the Office Lounge. 
It was Bermuda Triangle. Many of us got lost in that Bermuda Triangle <laughs> during the heyday there. I'm not sure. Again, it was a uh, uh, it really it was not a restaurant at all, but it was a, it was a bar. Uh, let's see. Um, to, I'm just gonna do. I'm not gonna read all of these because I have several people saying they missed the Yield Alpha. And again, probably it is the restaurant that when it has closed down in recent years that has brought out the most. I agree with you. The most memories because that was people of my generation, younger generations. Again, I started when I was in high school going there and then in college and then as a young adult in different phases of my life, the alpha was almost the one constant throughout the And don't forget, Howard, there was there was plans to have a celebration, a goodbye celebration and some uh, dirty dealing there uh, prevented that from happening. Right. Gaspers closed in St. Clairsville. I loved Gaspers. Yeah, that was a place we used to hang out a good bit out in St. C. Um, anything else here real quick? DJs. We hear about DJs up in uh, Weirton a lot. Somebody just asked me about that the other night. I haven't been to DJs for a good while. Apple Jacks. I remember Apple. Where was Apple Jacks? I oh. don't remember. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, site of the current Golden Chopsticks on the island. Okay. I, I I had no great ties to that, but I do do remember that place. All right. So those are a few of the uh, folks uh, texting in. More of you can do that if you want to. Boy, and restaurants always bring out <laughs> bring out a lot of thoughts. What have we done this week, though? It's time for us here at 822 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show to take a minute or two to talk about the week gone by. Bob and I always reflect on the last few days of the show, the things that were um, we did well, maybe sometimes the things we didn't do so well, sometimes the things that went awry but turned out to be pretty funny. Highlights of the week this week. What do you have to start me off with? Howard, I'll get in and out real, real quick because uh, kind of Jerry started it out. We, we really appreciated that uh, biscuit and sausage. So that was definitely a highlight for me. The Joe Manchin interview, I, and I'm going to use the word special, and I'm not just you know patting you on the back here. I listened. It was like a couple old friends just sitting at the table uh, having a, a conversation, and I didn't think there was any BS with Joe Manchin, and I think that's hard to find where he's not politicking. I think it was just old Joe from West Virginia talking to his old friend Howard Monroe. But I think what it maybe knocked that off of the perch is all this restaurant talk. So <laughs> I think this is the I think we're in the middle of the highlight hour. I guess I'll put this uh, first of all. Uh, let me just jump right. Mansion was number one in my uh, to me, and I listened to the interview again last night. Um, I had reasons to. Um, I, I really thought Joe Mansion was about as honest as I've ever heard him. Was you know now did he tap dance around some things and yeah, but I, I really thought Mansion was about as honest as I've ever heard him. Uh, when he talked about uh, his wife's accident, you could hear the. Emotion in his voice um, when he talked about how he can't, he's, he's so irritated, things can't get done in, in Capitol Hill. You could feel the anger that he had. Um, I, I just, I just, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I thought that was a, that was to me the best thing we did uh, in the week gone by. Now, some of the fun things, and maybe you're right, uh, some of the fun things I have uh, marked, the day we did presidential trivia was kind of fun, Monday. In particular, when we couldn't figure out when Nelson Rockefeller died. Yeah, I butchered that all. <laughs> and we spent we spent forty five minutes trying to figure out did Nelson Rockefeller die when he was vice president after being vice president. I thought that was kind of fun. The audience got into the act, gave us all kinds of information, sent in links to things, check on, and so on. So that was part of the fun side of things. And then I put it all together as TV and food talk. We talked about uh, True Detective for a while. We talked about NCIS for a while. Uh, Red Lobster's new uh, campaign, the All You Can Eat Lobster, 
We'd spent a day yesterday on chili, an hour, full hour on chili. A lot of food talk. And, and I would agree with you today. I think this may be. The, the, this <laughs> By will, the response, absolutely. I don't usually have Fridays to, to put into the mix, but I think today's. I, I don't know that we've ever had this many texts on anything. It's a record day, Howard. It, I think it is. It is a record day. Now, I did look at, because sometimes I do this, not only what I think were the highlights of the week, but what were the things that we had the most text on during the week? And they were the two things. Number one, lots of text about Joe Manchin. And number two, food. <laughs> and so the, the, the people spoke about food and Manchin. Other things certainly as well. But when I went through the text line for the week gone by and looked to see what were the things that we heard mostly from in the audience, food and Manchin were on there. Manchin was, and again, I think the number one uh, interview, the number one important thing that we did this week, although some other things were kind of fun. Uh, maybe fun is not the right word, but uh, in what I call the important stuff, uh, interview with Martha Zollers, a new political commentator we brought on board this week, and I think I'll use her more often. She comes to things out of the right side of the aisle. She does not agree with me. She's not a Democrat. She's a Republican and a conservative. But we had a good conversation. We talked about some things. I think we'll probably use her more in the future. So introducing Martha Zollers to our audience. Uh, then a couple of big stories included the um, announcement by the Department of Highways, the Stone Bridge in Elm Grove is going to close, which is going to create just it has to be done. I am not one of these bitchers and complainers. I get it. Not, but, but it is going to create havoc. Uh, for those in Elm Grove, and I, the folks who make just occasional visits may be able to use the Interstate 70 detours they're suggesting, but those of us who live in the Grove and have to go in and out on frequent basins, I just think that bridge closing is going to be is going to create havoc on traffic. Uh, so we talked about that, and um, a story that we really need to find out more about, which is the suspension of uh, Jenny Favid. As Big story. President of Wheeling University. So the important stories, uh, the Stonebridge, Jenny Favid, the fun stories, presidential trivia and food talk, the people's choice, food and mansion, and my number one choice, Joe Manchin. For we might have missed one, Howard. Did I miss what was it? Madam Linda taking us to the psychic world with her many predictions. <laughs> she didn't. I didn't ask her. Did, no, I, did she give a prediction for me? Well, I no. She said that. Uh, you're going to be all I'm right. I'm feeling so, it. It's just something like you're going to be okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she lost me when she was talking about your great health, Howard. I'm saying, <laughs> okay, Linda. You clearly don't know too much of it. Uh, it was, that was fun, though. Seriously, that was fun. Um, I, I, I used to do psychics all the time. In fact, we used to do a Saturday morning show that was devoted entirely to psychic predictions and astrology and so on. And... Um, I haven't done it for a long time, so it was kind of it was kind of fun. Something off the beaten path, and I may she offered to do this. I may bring her back one of these days, Bob, where listeners can call in and, you know, what do you see in my future? I see you're going to die. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I didn't put her on my list, but Dr. Linda Dr. Linda Salvin, and if you want to hear the interview, what the heck are those guys talking about? You can go to uh, WatchdogNetwork.com and check out the. Uh, podcast page or go to apple podcasts all of our shows are now uh, um, uploaded to apple podcasts uh, each hour by hour you can listen to hour one two three of each show uh, every single day hour again i was behind time for a couple of days this week i got caught up last night and now we're back on track the first hour of today's show for example is already 
uh, up and running. So uh, you can go to you can get them at WatchdogNetwork.com or Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts you can find by going to um, my Facebook page, and there's a link to the podcast uh, place. Uh, to the Apple Podcast right there on that page. And if you're at watchdognetwork.com, we have a new poll out. New poll. Survey who, says. Who do you think will be the next mayor of Wheeling? Carl. Nobody knows who he is. Carpenter. <laughs> Beth Heinbaum. Rosemary Ketchum. Denny Magruder. Chad Thalman. Or J.T. Thomas. Who do you think will be the next mayor of, of Wheeling? Uh, let me see right now. It is Chad Thalman significantly had um, uh, Denny and Rosemary are split. And the others, the, the, oh, I'll call them the newcomers, no votes for the newcomers yet. No votes for Carl? No vote for Carl. I don't know who he is, Carpenter. Um, so go, go, go vote, watchdognetwork.com. Only a few votes are coming in. We just put it up last night, so not, not a lot of votes there yet. But who do you think should be the next mayor of Wheeling? Carl Carpenter, Beth, Beth Heinbaugh, Rosemary Ketchum, Denny Magruder, Chad Thalman, J.T. Thomas. Uh, cast your vote. You can do that at watchdognetwork.com. Well, we're going to go traveling. Bill Bryson coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. The Finger Lakes is uh, where they're taking a tour to. And we'll talk to some folks from the Finger Lakes coming up. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 23rd. The village of Yorkville has been without its own police force for almost two months now. Money has been tight and they're looking at offers from several nearby departments. They're hoping to raise $193,000 to cover everything, no matter which department they choose. They've already passed a police levy for $120,000, but they still need to find another $73,000. They're planning to take it from the general fund, which has has been cutting back on police funding over the years. Now, just two years ago, Yorkville pulled 180000 from the general fund without a levy. Now they're exploring how to use the general fund again to secure 193000 ensuring they can accept the best offer regardless of the council's decision. And a man from Benwood who appeared before a Marshall County judge yesterday is facing some serious charges. Casey Smith was charged with 30 counts of sexual assault of a minor. The victim was just five to seven years old. Smith was allegedly abusing his girlfriend's daughter while she was out working. He's been in the Northern Regional Jail since his arrest last August, held on a $25,000 bond. The prosecutor, Joe Canestrero, is asking for the young victim to be able to testify through a closed circuit. The defense will have a chance to do their own evaluation. Judge Wilson approved the use of sketches for the victim's testimony. No matter where it happens, there's a hearing set for April 17th at 1.15. And in Brook County, a startup called Pure Watercraft is turning a closed-down plant into a beacon of hope. They're one of several new businesses setting up shop and creating jobs in the northern panhandle. They even opened their doors for a tour on Thursday, showing off how they build electric pontoons from scratch. They start with raw materials on one side of the building and end up with a finished product on the other. State officials say there are places like this all over the mountain state just waiting for startups to come in and bring them back to life. The company moved into the former Wheeling Pit Steel site in Beach Bottom last summer, bringing with them 100 full-time positions. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. The Mountaineer men head off for a two-game road trip, and the WVU women get ready for the Baylor Bears in Morgantown. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. 
With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restriction supply, see site for details. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower than low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Mountaineer men's basketball team leaving today for a two-game road trip. West Virginia plays at Iowa State tomorrow afternoon, and then after that, on to Manhattan, Kansas, for a Monday night rematch against the Wildcats of Kansas State. Tomorrow's game is the first and only regular season encounter against a very good Iowa State team. They're 20-6 and overall, 9-4 and in conference play, and they are absolutely perfect at home inside the Hilton Coliseum where they are 15-0. and Iowa State is also well-rested. They've been off since Monday when they lost at Houston by a score of 73-65 to in the big matchup between the first and the second place teams in the league. Prior to that, Iowa State had won four in a row. Defensively, they are among the best in the nation. Stingy, to say the least. They're giving up just 63 points per game. They're scoring 78 defensively, allowing teams to shoot just 40% from the field and 33% from three-point range. But a deep dive into the analytics shows you that because of their very aggressive defense, they double-team a lot, they will give you some open shots. The question is, can the Mountaineers make those open looks. Meanwhile, the WVU women's basketball team, after a dramatic tough loss at Kansas State in overtime earlier this week, returns to action tomorrow afternoon inside the Coliseum as they entertain the Baylor Bears. We'll have the game for you here on MSN. That is today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Ready to take your driving experience to the next level? Look no further than Toyota, the pioneers of automotive technology. With Toyota cars, trucks, and SUVs, you'll discover a world of cutting-edge innovation at your fingertips, like advanced driver assist features, seamless connectivity, and unparalleled safety systems. Go to buyatoyota.com for special offers, then visit your local Toyota dealership. Offers end August 1st. Toyota, let's go places. 
When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stops all over the world, and in every port I own the heart. Always on a Friday morning, our traveling man is Bill Bryson from Uniglobe, Ohio Valley Travel. He's here with us this morning as we uh, talk about some of the uh, trips and travels that are coming up from Uniglobe, Ohio Valley Travel, things you can do and places that you can go. However, this traveling man also spent a good bit of his life uh, traveling with the Elbys chain. Yeah. um, As we got back on 66, that kind of renewed my interest on Elbys and Big Boy. Right. As you know, uh, we got to California. Uh, there are four big boy restaurants left in California, and we made arrangements to have our lunch at one we of had, those. We had lunch there, uh, yeah. But, I, um, yeah, I, I miss that. And I see some of the guys. Uh, Jim Edge was in the office about a week ago, and uh, talking about some of the, some of the old times. Um, at our height, we were pretty good. <laughs> and uh, every, all the way through, I mean, the, the, the servers, what, what the stores offered to the to the customers, I think uh, I think the customers really enjoyed it. it there, there was something special about it. I mean, f- first of all, commitment to doing it right yeah. was a big deal. Um, and sadly, there aren't a lot of restaurants that have that same commitment anymore. Yeah. Now, I'm not criticizing any other restaurant, but Elby's had a philosophy, I think, and you were yeah, behind. They did. You know. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just um, even now I I tend to uh, get drawn to family restaurants. Now, there are not many uh, big boys around anymore right. at all. Um, I know when we go on trips, if we there are a couple of freshers out in Ohio that we'll try to try hit, to time and hit yeah. those at lunchtime or something. How many were how many uh, LBs did we have in this general area at the height? Uh, about eight. Okay. There are about eight in uh, if you count. There's three uh, in Weirton, Steubenville, uh, Wheeling, St. Clairsville. There's about eight. We in that had group. two downtown, uh, one down in Center Wheeling. Well, we, Woodsdale. Wisdale was number one. Moundsville was number two. Uh, St. Clairsville was number three. The downtown Elby's was number four. Weirton was five. Um, six was the old uh, uh, restaurant down by the hospital. Correct. And then uh, that's, of course, it went. And then number seven was um, Steubenville. Uh, Weirton, was, Weirton, Steubenville, and then another Steubenville Mall, Ohio Valley Mall. So I was at about eight, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we're talking, last night uh, I came across an article about some people in the, the Connaught County area who are holding a candlelight vigil tonight for the closing of Hooters. And it's like, <laughs> really? Okay. It meant that much to you, Hooters did? But I got thinking, what would we mourn restaurants if they closed now? And what restaurants of the past do you not just say, oh, boy, I miss their burgers, but 
do you really miss yeah. those restaurants? And Elby's was one of the lot. That would people. be a good show, you know, just to do that, have people call in with their yeah. favorites oh, and all that. We so. had over 20 texts coming in last hour. If people remember the Anchor Room. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, restaurant things today that if they close, people would miss Melman's Cafeteria. Yes. Bob uh, came up with the first one, which I think is absolutely true. TJ's. Yeah. If TJ's would have vanished, it'd be like there'd be a hole in the city if TJ's was not open. So mm-hmm. it was. it's kind of fun to think about that. Yeah. Again, sometimes you just, as I'm, the example I gave, Rack's Roast Beef. I loved Rack's, and I enjoyed it. Now, I, I wouldn't hold a candlelight vigil for them closing, but I, I liked yes. it. But when Yield Alpha closed, if they had a, a candlelight vigil, I would have been there with my, with my <laughs> lighter, you know, so... <laughs> That's Good. just kind of fun. Yep. Well, let's talk about some fun things with traveling. One of the things you got coming up is a visit to the Finger Lakes, right? Finger Lakes. We've not done a Finger Lakes group, and uh, we've been working with uh, Janet Redmond from Custom Tours, and uh, she's with us this morning. Uh, so good morning, Janet. Good morning. <laughs> nice to have you with us this morning. Um, I get to take this Finger Lakes trip. It's uh, September 6th through 10th. Uh, we're going to spend four nights over at the, the Finger Lakes and see a whole bunch of bunch of interesting stuff and janet is from that area very knowledgeable and has been extremely helpful as we b- put this trip together um i guess i made one mistake kind of early on uh, i had a winery in there a winery <laughs> <laughs> and uh, several of our clients said uh you need more than one winery and that's the you know that's a wine headquarters so we ended up uh, calling Janet back and said, hey, Janet, can you find some more wineries? <laughs> so there must be wineries around there, I guess, huh, Janet? Oh, yes. It is a microcosm for winemaking. Its climate has allowed all these wineries to pop up. So it is literally at every turn you can find a winery. Cool. It's gorgeous up yeah. there. And you've I, got four I, good ones. She's got four good ones for us. Four, yeah, four wines. That's, Bill, I, I've told you before, one thing I've noticed every time I go to one of your preview events and people can ask questions about upcoming things, there's a lot of talk about wine. You've got a lot of customers <laughs> who really enjoy their wine. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to love this trip, too, not only because of the wine, because we put four wineries in a five-day, four-night trip. You pretty much have a, a wine, you know, a free wine stop every day, so... Uh, I know when we put that back in, we had a group of eight that signed up right away, so I didn't want to miss it. Janet, can I ask a real basic question? What are the Finger sure. Lakes? What are the Finger Lakes? So the Finger Lakes are in upstate New York. They're actually a total of 11 lakes. Mm. They say they were created by the Great Spirit when they blessed the land, that the Finger Lakes were filled with water when the Great Spirit's hand left imprints on the land. And the Iroquois were the last indigenous culture that lived there. The two large lakes are Seneca and Cayuga, which you will see on the trip. You'll also see Skinny Atlas, Seneca. Um, Yeah, you'll see a number of the lakes along the way. Um, Our first day takes us to Watkins Glen, New York. And I think you've scheduled a cruise on Seneca Lake um, that first day, right, Jerry? That's right, and Watkins Glen is also where the Rockwell Museum is, and that, as you know, is very Americana. It is not just Rockwell. They also have American art at that museum, and when you're there in Watkins Glen, you will also see a um, Grand Prix Festival. It's happening in downtown 
not at the raceway. And you'll be able to, as your time allows, go see things like Bugattis and Jaguars and Porsches and all of the yeah. old models of antique cars that they're doing a show down there. So you're actually there during a really special time. Cool. Now we've got you got to set up for uh, we're four nights at the Hampton Inn, um, and then we're going to yeah. kind of stay there all four nights, and then kind of go out and back each day, which is kind of nice because you can kind of unpack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I think people really uh, really do enjoy that. Uh, one of my thing, thing, our favorites that I'm kind of looking forward to is the Corning Glass Museum. Um, I've never been to the Corning Glass Museum. I've always been kind of a fan of, of um, glass and different glass museums and stuff like that, but never got to Corning. And uh, that's going to be one of our stops this time. I, I, I sense from her side that Janet thinks it's a pretty nice place, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, first, it is so eye-appealing. You're just going to be amazed at what they can do with glass and then you get an opportunity in with this tour you're going to make a picture frame um with glass fusion so everybody will get to do that while they're there and meet some glass artists and they also have this stage where you go in and get to watch them create a piece of glass and somebody actually wins that piece of glass um during the demonstration but the museum is just incredible it's it's really the, the gift shop alone could be a museum <laughs> i got a feeling we'll be spending some dollars at the muse- at the museum's gift shop too um, oh it's beautiful um in addition to that initial cruise on seneca lake uh you've scheduled a lunch cruise for us the following day so we're going to actually have two cruises on um uh, the Finger Lakes while we're there. Um, that's the that's a different lake, though, right? That's not Seneca again. That's right. You're, well, the first one, you're on Skinny Atlas. Okay. Right? The first cruise, you should be on Skinny Atlas. All right. And that would be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the and then Sunday, you're doing a harbor cruise, and then... you're in Watkins Glen and then you eat lunch you get off the cruise and the restaurant is right where the cruise ends and you're in a restaurant that sits on the water with a beautiful outdoor patio and you're not moving while you're eating (laughs) Mm, cool can I I go back for a second you mentioned the Rockwell is that Norman Rockwell you're talking about yes and I'm a huge fan. That, that, that would be fun. I, I've been to Rockwell uh, Museum in uh, Stockbridge. We spent a few days in Stockbridge with a Uniglobe trip, kind of a, a, yeah. a Norman Rockwell weekend. Uh, I love Norman Rockwell. So I, that would be, if I'm on this trip, I think that would be a, just it would be a highlight to see yeah, that. I, I agree. I agree. And we've got a, uh, the Finger Lakes Boating Museum. I had, had a few years ago, I had an opportunity to go to a boat museum and we were our group, but they were really amazed. Some of the things we got to see on that um, uh, boating museum. Um, they, yeah. uh, this is them. They actually have boats. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, he, boats are big. <laughs> I mean, they have boats there, just like little pieces of boats or pictures of boats. Or, you no, know, they have two hundred boats wow. that are there, and they actually just opened two new buildings. Wow! And it is well, the people who are there who will walk you through it. You'll just 
be amazed at what it takes to not just build a boat, but to preserve these boats. Mm. You get to see quite a, a, a large collection. There are canoes, rowboats, runabouts, inboards, hydroplanes, sailboats. I mean, artifacts, ephemera. There, it's just everything. Cool. Kind of looking forward to that yeah, one, too. Uh, again, the they're in are- beautiful areas, too. I don't know how to stress enough how pretty it's going to be. Each of the wine tastings you're going to have different characters. So one is from the 1860s, and you feel like you're in a wine cave. Another one is almost like you're in a French countryside. So you'll along the way, you're also going to see just a stunning topography. Mm. You mentioned uh, each of these four wineries has uh, a lot of character. Um, I got to warn you, we're going to be bringing some characters as well. <laughs> so, but that's that's the beauty of these trips. Uh, the, the, the folks have gotten to be family, um, and we really enjoy. I look down there and say, "Oh, these people are going. Oh, these people are going. Oh, look at it. These guys are on a trip." And uh, that's that makes uh, makes you know my anticipation of the event uh, all that more exciting. So. Um, the other one is, uh, one of the other ones is the tour of the Harriet Tubman House. Yeah, that, that's going to be um, a more intense visit. The gentleman who takes you around really gives you a true history, and you do get to go into the home. And it is, it's a fascinating story. She's a fascinating woman. And I think people will learn a lot more about her than you anticipated when you walk in the door um and of course uh yep. yeah in addition to the uh the wineries we have a couple other uh, food places we have a cheese company that we're going to be going to see and on the last day the uh candy emporium <laughs> don't want to miss yeah. that <laughs> no you always find a way to get candy, candy involved. ice cream or candy ice cream or candy, or candy in all of your trips i've noticed yes then this has penny candy and a real ice cream soda fountain, so it'll have lots of choices to pick some neat things to take for your bus ride home. <laughs> and also, we, we didn't mention the Willard Chapel, but one of the things that I'll find interesting to hear from all of you about is you'll have seen the Tiffany Chapel, and then the Willard Chapel, which is has Tiffany um, stained glass windows, and then you'll go to Corning Glass. And so it'll be interesting to see the Tiffany glass, and then you go to Corning glass and learn about glass making. So it should be a really interesting connection. Yeah, this this whole trip's got a lot of different stuff in it. And like I said, it's the first time we've done the Finger Lakes. And uh, for those listening, if you're interested, give us a call again. It's on September the 6th through the 10th. That's four nights, five days, and it's uh, all motor coach. And... Uh, We'll be staying at the Hampton Inn up in, is it Penyon? Am I pronouncing that correct? Penyon, and it actually backs up to the water as well. There's a lake behind it. Oh, nice. <clears throat> Very nice. <laughs> cool. Any other highlights? I know you've been working hard uh, putting this trip together, and finally got one we think is going to be a, it, we already have a nice uh, group of people on this one, so uh, we're looking forward I think- to it. You'll enjoy the not just the wine and the cheese and the candy, but the meals should be wonderful. 
we have chosen some restaurants that are known for their good food. So I think that during the trip, that will be something everybody will enjoy. And then I'll just say that the gentleman we have who is touring, who's guiding with you, has the enthusiasm of 10 Energizer bunnies. Um, he's a teacher, and he just he's raised in the area. So he has stories to tell and is just so in love with where he lives. It will come through him to you as well. Uh, we've got uh, nine meals included on this trip as well. So in addition to the wine, the candy, cheese, there's uh, nine, nine meals included on the, on the trip as, uh, in, in addition. So cool. All right. Well, Janet, thank you very much for joining us Let this me see. morning. Yeah. Food, candy, wine, and, and Norman Rockwell. I mean, and, and Corning Glass. <laughs> and Corning Glass. And, what and, more, what and, more can you want? And two cruises. And, and, and great scenery. Sounds like a pretty full trip there, pal. Yeah, I think Janet's done a great job. We've been working with her now for probably a year putting this trip together, and um, we're really excited about this one. So, anyway. We're so excited to have you come. Ah, ah we're looking forward to it. Janet, thanks for uh, calling in this morning, uh, uh, kind of sharing with our listeners what you get to see and do every day. Uh, much much appreciated, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you very much, Janet. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you for your time, and we look forward to having you visit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Six till the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. That sounds like a fun trip. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that one. We did um, oh, Thousand Islands oh, about three years ago, uh, and that one went very well. We saw, uh, I don't know, castles and lighthouses and all kind of neat stuff. And uh, folks said, hey, what about the Finger Lakes? We've never done that. So got got, you know, added to it. And here we are, you know, a couple years later, three years later, and off to the Finger Lakes we go. September I had 16th. really wanted to take this, but it, it's too close to the Western Cruise for me. I, I couldn't take all that time in a row off from work mm-hmm. here. So, yeah, yeah. But it looks like a good one. And um, like I said, we've got, um, I don't know, maybe 30 on this one already. So Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so it's gonna it's it's going, and uh, if you want to join us, give us a call. Get your name on the list. How are we coming on the Western Cruise, real quick? Yeah, people. About the same number there. Um, I've been working on the uh, couple of tours. Um, one is the Butchered Gardens, and I finally I saw when I came in this morning. Um, the bus company got back to us with a price and everything. So we now have a, a tour company that's going to take us from the boat out to Butchered Gardens for, we'll be there about three hours and back. So for sure excursions, um, you don't have to sign up with the one for, you know, the cruise line might be offering. We're going we're gonna to have our own on this one. So that'll be good. And then uh, our guide in San Francisco, he's, um, um, he's trying to put something together there as well. So those two cities, San Francisco and Victoria for Butchered Gardens, Uniglobe will have our own tours, and uh, we'll have a price on those shortly. What do we do in so. Seattle? I've never been to Seattle. Um, probably there's, there's about three things in Seattle. Uh, well, you can always do, there's always a city tour in, anywhere you go. So that's an, always an option. Um, the Space Needle is a big attraction oh, okay. there. Yeah, that's right. Right next to the Space Needle. And in fact, the last time the tickets, you could do both is the Chihuly Glass. And, uh, I'm just amazed at what Chihuly Glass is and what they can do too. So if you're going out that way, right next door to the uh, Space Needle is Chihuly Glass. You want to make sure you see that. And the other thing is Pike's Market. That's uh, famous in Seattle. That's yeah. where they throw the fish back and forth. You've probably seen that. It's I can remember probably 20, 30 years ago they used that um, example 
and for business, how they got along and had fun working and the people came to see it and all that kind of stuff. So I got to see it a couple of times and it's pretty neat. So if you want to do Pike's Market, you can do that or you can do the um, Space Needle Chihuly Glass combination. That uh, trip is in um, September, m- mid to late September. I know my date's in front of me. Somewhere I want to say September... 15? It's later than that, 22nd, 23rd, okay. and then uh, we get back October 5th, maybe. I'm looking forward to it. I, it's, I have never been, other than the Route 66 took us out to the Pacific, I've never been to the West Coast. I've never been in California before. I'm, I'm really looking forward to yeah, and I've heard coast. lots of good things about uh, the whole West Coastern yeah. area. Seattle, so. well, we start in uh, Vancouver, again, Passport, but Vancouver up to Victoria, and then start back down Seattle. San Francisco, um, you hear a lot of bad stuff, but the people are there aren't seeing that. I, it, it must be in the town area. We're going to be out on, on the Fisherman's Wharf out right, in that that's area. Um, and uh, that, that's kind of neat, too. And you've got a lot of options there. You've got Alcatraz. We, probably got, we are going to do a, a city tour, so we'll get to see. Uh, we'll go across the Golden Gate Bridge. I think we even talked about um, Lombard Street, the Crookedest Street. The Crooked uh, Street, yeah. yeah. And you got a lot of other stuff in San Francisco as well. Real quick, uh, we're almost out of time, but I do want to remind people, you have another um, of your evenings coming up, preview evenings. This is for the Ireland-Scotland trip, right? Correct. Uh, March the 4th, a week from Monday. We'll be down at uh, 1306 again. That's the old Posen's Jewelry Store. Um, we're going to do Ireland, Scotland information night there starting at 6 o'clock. Our uh, CIE representative will be on hand to talk about the, the trip. And uh, Jennifer is going to be the one taking that her and Forrest, um, or as we say, Forrest, the tourist. <laughs> so Anyway, that will be on March the 4th, Monday night, March the 4th, 6 o'clock at the 1306 building, um, the old Posen's Jewelry Store. I'm talking about Ireland, Scotland. And uh, as we're kind of... We got some spots running, I think, starting tomorrow um, about the trip. But uh, a lot of those places and pictures we put on there, uh, we got to see when we did that Northern Europe cruise. And uh, now I can kind of talk with some, I don't know, a little bit of knowledge about some of the places that they're going to see. So that's going to be a good one. Um, the trip is actually July 25 to August 5 of this year. It's this and, year. Uh, yeah, this this year, year, yeah. So this is going to be kind of the last uh, last call. If you're interested and maybe haven't signed up with, uh, with it for it yet, you might want to join us that night, March 4th, Monday, um, down at 13.06, 6 p.m., and see a little bit more about Ireland and Scotland. Um, anything you're interested in t- as far as travel goes, give Unigob a call. Happy to help you out. Um, I don't recommend you stop by the office these days because God knows if you can get in there well, or not. The good news is they are paving, they're working on like smoothing out the street in anticipation of making it drivable again. So Yeah, but uh, they announced yesterday they're closing Market Street again for a while. So yeah. it's going to be. And we had to send a note off to uh, Lensner Coach saying, hey, when you pick up, we're, uh, the folks at Willing Park have been allowing us to do, the, you know, stay yeah. out or go out from there. But uh, how you get in and out is kind of difficult, and uh, you can't even go across the Washington Avenue Bridge, so you've right. got to do some twists and turns. All right, check things out at uh, Uniglobe mm-hmm. Ohio Valley Travel. Uh, all kinds of good travel stuff coming up. We'll talk to Bill or Jennifer or somebody next week. Thank right. you, sir. It's 9 o'clock. When we walk in the From ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. Back on the surface of the moon now.